0: Hey girl, hey! Yeah. Can we go again! I you do. still have some yes, party. I just so. have start off as a slumber party uh, since after a couple <laughs> of glasses of wine. <laughs> and then there we like come a to slumber, slumber <laughs> party. Hey girl, hey! hey. I am LaShawn Tipling, better known as the
1: Chatter hey Chick. Hey girl, hey! I am the Millennial Chick. Hey girl, hey! We good,
2: it. Good. You good. Good. good? Hey, the we, the we have company today. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? I just, you know, we gotta, we gotta let you know. Mm-hmm. You well, let you know, because you're a woman of a certain age, and things be coming out your mouth. Well, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> and Jessica knows because she's heard past podcasts, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah. "Sean is crazy." Well, I'm prepared well, she didn't use the word crazy. <laughs> she didn't use the word crazy, we and could. I say that she didn't because she doesn't no. believe in it. No c word. A licensed social worker, a therapist, and a mental health consultant. um We have a special guest in the studio, Jessica Gurley, in mm-hmm. the building so or on the show today. <laughs> I always say, "In the building."
1: i know i'm uh, so used to being in the we building we haven't been
2: in a building for what six months maybe since this pandemic wow. yeah yeah. Wow. yeah
1: thank you for being
2: here absolutely for those of thank you who you are just me. tuning in i'm your
1: radio chick kiki brown and i am the chatter chick lashawn tipton and i'm your millennial jerry tipton
2: yes the millennial Yeah. We missed you last week, Miss millennial Last week
1: was kind of crazy. I was trying to podcast and drive and then when I got home and the link wasn't working, so they missed out on me.
2: It was funny because she was like I'm like,
1: hello. And I'm like, it's not working. We had a whole
2: conversation on Zoom. So Is it, zoom. it was, zoom it was definitely just, a, it was a zoom fail let's pray yeah, that the who, zoom yes, gods right. will look out for us today
1: <laughs> today right, I hope so, right. <laughs> yes. all
2: right we're gonna dive right in jessica you already know uh we have four segments um mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about some current events and chime in whenever you whenever you feel fit okay. um i do a prep sheet but sometimes they read them sometimes they don't okay and i like that only because their responses are authentic Especially, I mean, LaShawn, really. Jerry kind of reads it, but LaShawn, okay. but she's booked So Jerry and busy, doesn't listen. Okay, She's right. booked and busy, I, that's I'm why. I'm have to with Jerry. We love LaShawn, oh, I love you so much. <laughs> sis. I miss you, I miss LaShawn. She's just booked and busy you. all the time.
1: I miss you she's too. She's very booked and busy, you gotta get like her. Here we go, first you things you first.
2: Too. Who you calling a bitch? What? <laughs> oh,
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: Uh-oh. So if you remember the old Queen Latifah song? I you love that I, song. T-Y, her first, li- first line was, Who You Calling a B, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, Alexandria Oca- Ocasio-Cortez, Cortez. who's US I love U.S. representative, her. love her. She's been making noise since she's been sworn in. Yes. Right. Um, according to Essence.com, she's had to defend herself um, mm-hmm. uh, up, up against one of her colleagues, uh, Ted mm-hmm. Yoho, um, mm-hmm. who has since apologized. He called her an effing B. Um, they had some exchange of words, um, I guess the subject is crime in New York, and uh, Cortez was saying it's up due to unemployment and the coronavirus pandemic. Yoho mm-hmm. was like, nah, you tripping, that's not it, you're out of your yeah. freaking mind, I didn't call her effing B. And it was mm-hmm. like, "No, no, like no, I was just playing, I was just playing, I mean that, we cool, we cool. And she was like, who you calling up?" And she started doing all this, right, wow, wow, wow. But see, yeah. here's my question. Here's my question. She has, um, he's refused responsibility. She's since said, okay, if that's an apology, whatever. But it's not really, it's a half answer apology, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. How do we get upset when men call us out our names, but we mm-hmm. do? It? And I think we may have talked about this before on past episodes, but just in recent news, we're very upset with this man who's called her out her name, but we mm-hmm. still do it. We call each other bees all the time. Mm -hmm. you know, I told Jessica off mic, I feel bad I've called Beyonce a bee, but just out of excitement. Right. Because it's Beyonce, you know. Like what
1: bee, bee, you better bring it. But. I think when we do it, to other women not saying that it's good mm. but I think when we do it it's like playful type right. you know when men do it I think it's more aggressive and you're being more rude with it mm-hmm. like oh that bee over there you, or you stupid bee or something like that I think their approach is different Mm -hmm. um about it there it's it's how it's not what you say it's how you say it Mm -hmm. um even though it was wrong you know either way it goes but like sometimes me and my friends we play like oh oh guess what The you know what i mean like that like the way we do it is fun (laughs) and it's playful but when guys do it i feel like it's more disrespectful you know Mm -hmm. so i you know i think that's where it it lies mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like the difference between when we say it to our girlfriends opposed to when guys say it to us so that that's what i think okay yeah
2: Sean,
0: jessica I,
1: I get it i get it like that too.
0: did you did you want to say something jessica go ahead, guess. Go, ahead go ahead guess no
2: i was one i 100 I agree i think you know black people have been known to culturally take things that are usually negative and flip it to something positive and use it to kind of thud back in that person's face to say, look, you can't use this against me now. So I think some women have taken that word and saying and use it in a playful way to say, look, I'm not going to let this affect me. And I'm going to actually use it in a playful way. I don't use it. I don't like to use that word because I don't want there to be no confusion. So a guy mm-hmm. won't be like, Oh, I heard you say, it. I thought it was okay. So mm-hmm. I, I just don't use it. But I, I do think a lot of people, it's how you say it. And there's, there was a lot of aggression in the way that, that he said it. There's mm-hmm. definitely some toughness behind it and some male privilege and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't, Yeah, wrote her ass hard. You're like,
0: <laughs> I, I told, <laughs> what's she, what's I agree, got? I agree with you both. And 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 when Jessica was saying, you know how we take a negative and turn it into a positive because the n word was. Something I was gonna N-word. say that. I yeah. never like, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's appropriate. <laughs> sometimes
1: yeah. somebody do
0: something, you be like,
1: yeah, yeah no, come <laughs> right. on, yeah. Right,
0: right, right, come right, on, right. like right, it's yeah. like uh, so appropriate and and not that i'm i'm not a big cusser because the lord's working on mm-hmm. me he's yeah. working on yeah. me with my with my mouth thank <laughs> you lord oh i felt that but um what, ooh. <laughs> so but yeah but there's certain words like even with the bees i'm not a i'm not a bee thing i don't even throw i don't even throw the word out there right. um and i but let me go back let me retract i have thrown it out there and, and it's been funny like Mm-hmm. you're crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, something like that. But I don't I don't like it to be thrown at me. And it depends on who says it. Like if I if I'm with a group like my I don't have those kind of friends that are on T V, like the real housewives of Atlanta, New Jersey, Orange County, all of that stuff. They throw it like crazy. I don't have those yeah. kind of girls that call me a B and throw drinks at me and talk about me. We don't I don't have that kind of friendship. So but they're gonna check for it. They're getting a check, yeah, you know and, I mean? right. and it's theatrical. It's right. all set up. Because I love mm-hmm. when they open up the door and they'd be like, girl, I didn't know you were coming over. Yes, you did, there's a camera behind you. <laughs> and in front of you. And <laughs> yeah. in front
1: of you. Yeah. you You're right? the best actress so do you
0: think ever. Those, do
2: you think stuff like that, shows like that, kind of glorifies it and gives it, it a pass? It you know, We have younger yeah. girls that it's kind of like a mean girl situation all over again. And, that, and that's not cool, especially if right. we want our young people to respect us. You know, right. put some respect on my name. Um, I think that she was good for standing her ground. Um, oh, I Steph. think that other men need to understand, and women, that you can't throw that word around. But at the same time, we have to be just as responsible as we expect them to be.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. If I say, right. like, one word that I do, I think ever since it was in high school I do not like being called is Goofy. I mm-hmm. hate that word. It is like the most offensive word and you being the, the social worker and a therapist, you may relate this to a self-esteem issue, something that I had buck teeth. And so when you see Goofy, you look oh. at Goofy at the Disney character as you know stupid, Mm-hmm. Um, he was just <laughs> like, and yeah. when someone called me goofy, yeah. I thought it was that—that's how they that. saw me, and so I took mm-hmm. offense to it. When you call me a bee, it's—I look at it as as the most offensive thing that you could say to me. It's like spitting on me. It's the worst mm-hmm. thing. I have a name. Mm-hmm. My name ain't baby, and my right. name ain't like that's just that's not it don't call me don't call me don't call me me Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. period
2: we have I have nieces who look at me and I have to carry that uh I have to carry that Mm -hmm. responsibility to let them know that they don't need to be called that as well and they should not be called that you know right
1: yeah Mm -hmm. right yeah absolutely
2: is that sexism on both counts on both on both ends sexism or is it that does not not relate to sexism? I think the microaggression behind how he said it was definitely sexism because mm-hmm. I think it, there's a lot of men, especially white men, think who who think they have the authority to talk to women like that. I think that's the sexism part, part about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any yeah. other?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's just the you know it's just the way he put
2: two horrible words together to Ooh, say this to like, her. He really didn't like that yeah, You, really, you way, know, put that F-bomb in front of
1: that B-bomb. Right. He oh. wanted to be known that he was yes. there. He, <laughs> he was, was drop-kicking he he her. Yeah. Right. That was a drop-kick. Yeah. So he
0: meant what he said. And so I, I don't take apologies so quickly on something like that. Because yeah. um, when you when you go with the F-word, when you, especially when you're saying F-word, you got to do it with force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a word that comes out with force. It doesn't it does. it's not like it's a uh. right.
1: so when he yeah. did
0: that, you know he was going for her jugular. And that's yeah. just what he did when he mm-hmm. did that. And no, I mean for her, for her to be like, okay, I accept your apologize, it, apology is kind of saying to young girls, Okay, well right, you didn't mean to say that.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. right.
0: Yes, you did. You used two words to call me mm-hmm. out my name. Mm-hmm. One, but mm-hmm. two.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna let you soak in that for a little bit. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
2: I'm sure she'll have the weight when it's time for her for another seat or when she needs something from this mm-hmm. person. You know, she mm-hmm. can kind of dangle that. She did take the Twitter saying, "Republicans, uh, Republican responds to calling a colleague disgusting and an effing b." with I cannot apologize for my passion and then blaming others. I will not teach my nieces and young people watching this, uh, watching that this is an apology um, Mm -hmm. and what they should learn to accept, Yoho is refusing. To, uh, is refusing responsibility. So now the message is for young girls to see the strength that she has in mm-hmm. carrying that confidence and using that as a tool to say your strength is in words. You can either give life or give death and be mm-hmm. the better person by saying, I see what you did. I'm mm-hmm. holding you accountable for what you did, and because right. of what you did, you're gonna look stupid, and I'm gonna look smart, and right. people are gonna watch me and how I. Hopefully, I'm thinking that this is you know what our young people um, are right. seeing. So rather, you know, it's just it's just uncalled for, and, and I I just I want us to to be better as a people, as as a as a gender, women, um, to, right. to not use that way Re- regardless on age you know we have a diverse group on this show you have the chatter chick who's a woman of a certain age you have myself and then you have our millennial and so mm-hmm. all of us see things differently you right. know and say well you know that's because you're older or you know we have older ears oh yeah like there is <laughs> give you for that but anyway, oh, you have older yeah. ears Yes. Y'all know y'all got older ears. But anyway, I was like, what? Like My diamonds must have been hanging wrong. for a
0: long time. making yeah. my hair so old. Must be my diamonds.
2: <laughs> ooh, ooh,
1: ooh,
2: yes, she ears. did. Yes, she did. Okay. So uh again, we have guest Jessica Gurley, <laughs> who is a licensed social worker, therapist, and mental health consultant. And we're going to talk more With Jessica about the recent news story um, as it pertains to a few celebrities that we might you might know Kanye West I don't know if you know him or not you might know Mm -hmm. Tamar Braxton and you probably know maybe uh, Nick Cannon so we're gonna talk about that in our second Mm -hmm. half but coming up we have fan mail Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Like <laughs> in your business. You about to lose your job. <laughs> is that a song?
1: Yeah, it yes. is now.
2: Yeah. Is
1: <laughs> you about oh, to, lose lose to lose your job. job.
2: <laughs> and so this this particular uh, email is written by someone who says that they've been, they've um they feel that their friend betrayed their trust. So we're gonna get mm. into that. Uh, next, again, we have special guest, Jessica Gurley, who's a licensed social worker, therapist, and mental health consultant. This is the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media
1: Today. Hold on. To advertise on Urban Media Today and Urban
2: Media Today Radio with 24-7 exposure and online exclusives, email editor at urbanmediatoday.com. Urban Media Today is an online blog magazine specializing in urban lifestyle, finance, entertainment, HBCU sports, and more. Hey, girl, hey. Hey.
1: hey. Hey. Hey Girl uh, Hey podcast on
2: Urban Media. Today's special guest, Jessica Gurley. You did not hear the first 15. You missed the fact that we were talking about bees. <laughs> um, with, the honeybees. Uh, honey bees, uh licensed mm-hmm. social worker, therapist, and mental health consultant, Jessica Gurley. I don't know if you heard Bo in the background. He did make him, his presence known. Aww, but- <laughs> it is time for They Said, and we're reading fan mail. We get excited about this. Because the cra- we've been receiving some really crazy emails these past couple of weeks. Yeah. Jessica, this Thank is funny. You, you might you may have to use a therapy session on this email. Okay. All right. <laughs> this might be a free therapy session for you. Um, if you have something that you want us to address, you want to read, don't worry about it. if it sounds crazy. That's okay. Yeah. Just send the emails okay. to the hey Girl Hey podcast at gmail.com and we'll be mm-hmm. sure to get it on. So here's the email. Got it. I feel My former friend betrayed me by dating my brother when he was locked up and then marrying him. Um, Mm -hmm. I told them both not to get married because I know my brother and my loyalty is always to family. I saw Mm -hmm. a side of her I never thought I'd see and couldn't imagine seeing because I thought since we were friends, it would be different. Now, Mm
1: -hmm. after
2: cheating, manipulation, arguing back and forth, he finally left but she won't divorce him. He has signed the papers, but she won't divorce him. I cannot speak to her anymore. We've been friends for years um, and she put on the side, uh, they have no kids together. They've only been married for a year. They've been dating for three. Um, am I wrong? Mm.
1: See, this is why I feel family and I relationships, like they don't mix. Like, Let me just give you a background story really quick. Ooh, so a few years ago... Look, okay, so, no, so, a few years Where ago, is my wine? Hold on. Oh, <laughs> nobody told me we can have wine. Nobody told me. Here, girl. Where, no, you where you cut? Where you cut? Where you cut? We been drinking on this pour, show. No, pour a little bit in here. Pour, here. pour here you go. a little bit in there. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead, it's Jerry. Okay, <laughs> yes, next time, bring it. So there was a time where uh, my cousin was staying with us for about maybe four or five months or whatever. And he was around like my friends all the time. Now, my cousin is very handsome, you know, like attractive guy. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, he's very likable. Like everyone likes him. He's very funny. He's cool. He's laid back, whatever. He mm-hmm. caught the eye of one of my best friends. And I had, from the jump, had said, You know, my cousin is just here. He's hanging out with me. You know, we're hanging out as friends, like all of us together. Everything was together was cool. So one of my friends had liked it. I kind of played it off. You know, I didn't really. I was like, whatever. And um, she the one day we were over our other friend's house and. Uh we one of my godson had found out that they were kissing on the porch. And I was just like, What? You know, they was, like, was kissing. And that's exactly what he said. He was like, Oh, kiss. <laughs> I swear to you, those were his exact words. So me and my other friend was like, What? And then they did it again. So I was like, I felt weird about it. So I'm like, this is my best friend, this is my cousin. So mm-hmm. days went by and she was telling me how she felt. And I'm just like, um, this ain't gonna work because you're my best friend and this is my cousin and automatically I'm put in the middle so if for some reason he was wrong I would feel bad take, not taking his side because he's my family that's where my loyalty lies mm-hmm. but then again you're my best friend too so I shut that down completely and they mm-hmm. understood it so in this case where it's the sister and it was, it was the sister and messing with her friend's brother is that what it was brother, is it brother? yeah his yeah. sister
2: I, and her friend. Well, okay. her brother and her friend.
1: Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I completely get it. You know, it I just it causes so much confusion and you're in the middle automatically, even if you're not trying to be there. Mm. I was in that space for that little bit of time. So I can imagine with them being married and going, you know, trying to go through a divorce and um, all the stuff that's happened in between. So I, mm-hmm. coming from me being on the other side, like I know how she feels exactly. Yeah. So she's valid for having those feelings, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's a shame that some people, there's a bunch of guys in this world. You know what I mean? There's a, a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why did you have to choose my brother? You know what I'm it's saying? He was cute he was cute I mean, he was cute, cute too. he ain't the only cute one And that's really cute right oh, now and, and his girlfriend got girl.
2: needs and he was you know glistening he was but sweating say, and my glistening brother, or like, or whatever. that shit's weird you
1: know, how
2: much so. was he
0: sweating he was in jail for three years Like I, I'm
2: sure I'm, he was I'm sure he was sweating <laughs> he I don't was know <laughs>
0: She was like, like, he was glistening. I want to hear all that my booze those, in jail. You know,
2: they send those jail right. pictures and they got them white tees with them, woke, yeah, with them with them either burgundy nice burgundy jumpsuits or the striped jumpsuits or the <laughs> orange <laughs> yeah. jumpsuits. Muscles busted, orange busted out. Muscles you know busted out. Yeah. Checks <laughs> all out. <You>
1: know, they <laughs> what then should they she come, do? Is they she come home <laughs> and don't
2: do
0: any exercise.
1: So, how do you do that? You exercise for three
0: years. You get out. For three weeks, you don't lift the weight.
1: <laughs> you don't. Oh, lift. That's because you on. have
2: other things to do. You huh? don't have nothing to do with you. Let me go work out. You ain't going just work out. Let me go work out again. You can work out for 20 hours <laughs> Let me in do this a day. One more time. Right. Yes. Right. What you got? You don't Jessica? wanna go, go walkin'. You won't do nothing. I don't think you're wrong. Like like uh, Jared said, you can feel however way you want to feel, but I think we got to be stop being so territorial. Like,
0: mm. I, I agree with what you said. When it comes to relationships and things like that, especially with family members, like I know my brother, but I don't know him to date him. So when my friends be like, you know, what about your brother? Well, he's my brother. I, I'm not, I don't date him. Mm-hmm. People are totally different in relationships. So you don't, you never know. So that whole thing you know i'm like you got to deal with it you you get what you get in that relationship don't come to me with any of that and i know we've been friends for a long time exactly
1: Exactly. we've been friends
0: but whenever you have established and you said this is what it is and leave it like that it i I can't no i'm not condoning i don't condone bad behavior even if it comes from my brother I don't. Right. But if you, know if, dog, if you know your brother is
2: a dog, if you know your brother's a dog, and this is yep. your friend, you're gonna be like, girl. First of all, your friend should know.
0: Your friend should right. know. Your friend. Should she's know. Been, how long y'all been best friends? You right. know, so she knows the stuff that. So you got into that, and you knew that he was going to do know. these things. Right. So what? What am I? What am I going to tell you now that you're in this relationship? Okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to be that shoulder to cry on, but sis, I'm not going to him and talking to him about you relationship mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I don't get into my brother's business. Mm-hmm. And neither do I get into the, into that kind of business with my girlfriends and their and the people that they choose. I don't right. even get into their business. Right. So, you know, work we can be cool or something and like all friendships and all things in life. Um The one thing that is certain, that's the whole thing. So, you know, if my friend is going to be my friend, you know, like Mm -hmm. any relationship that she's ever gotten into, any of my friends have ever gotten, Mm -hmm. I'm there for you. But I'm not, we're not going to do this thing. I'm not going after, I don't go after any of my friends, boyfriends or nothing. They go through it, I'm there for them. My brother gets in a relationship with whoever, he gets out of it, he's cool. Mm -hmm. You know, the whole married thing my my brother and brother, when he was married, my sister-in-law, we are still close to this day. And my brother has done some things and I'm like, dude, you know yeah. that ain't right.
1: You, you know, yeah. but
0: she decided to stick with him. She still me and her are still close. Yeah. See, that is so
1: awkward.
2: Yeah. You can't continue it is. a friendship because we have family gatherings. And if if my brothers, I have three brothers. If my brothers Find some. Well, one of them is married, but if uh, if they find somebody outside of the person that they were with, you know, this is per, you know, the subject that we're talking about, and they bring their newbie to the family dinner, and you're invited because you're a friend of the family because you and I are friends. Like, it's just awkward. It's just the awkward. Oh, no. So, do you end the friendship? Right. Like, and I don't I'm know, not Jessica, that's what her. you were saying.
0: Um, I'm not invite her to my family I'm not my my. Now, this is just the, just one thing, and then Jessica, I'm gonna let you say your part. My um, my cousin, his ex, his ex-wife is cool with me. We're cool, but I mm-hmm. had to let her. And my and my cousin has gotten married mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. I had to let her know when there's holiday, when there's functions at my house. My cousin and his wife are welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will not be extending that invitation to her because. It's going to make her uncomfortable and my cousin mm-hmm. uncomfortable.
2: Right. So it if
0: it's, yeah. And it's a family gathering. Right. Mm-hmm. And although she's family by marriage and her kids are family by blood, the children can come, but I'm not going to have her because they're you not have necessary. have
2: conversation then you say, okay, so, you know, we have this oh, yeah. event and it, mm-hmm. it, you know. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm not chick. I'm going to have that conversation with you, like, you know, because you're going to get mad once you see the pictures posted Mm -hmm. all the families together and you weren't at there. That's because Mm -hmm. he was there. there. And I'm not making him feel uncomfortable because he is my family.
2: Okay. All right. We have three minutes. Jessica, what you got? Was she wrong? I am just saying, like, we could be very territorial. And I think, um, you know, we gotta let adults make their decisions i heard a lot of it makes me feel uncomfortable it makes me right. feel awkward and that's your feelings you gotta be responsible for your feelings and i understand those people might call you and put you in the middle but sometimes when we try to keep people apart it just brings them together so i mm-hmm. feel like sometimes people just gotta learn their lessons so i don't think they're wrong for getting together it's not like they're actually family getting together i think mm-hmm um You know, there should be just a discussion, and if the friend is uncomfortable with it, she can say she has every right to say, "Well, don't bring any drama about that relationship to, to me. It makes me feel mm-hmm. so uncomfortable." But I think sometimes we can be a little territorial with people, and it's just mm-hmm. like, should she, she not be her friend anymore? Though, no, I think they still should be friends. If that's what it takes to break up a friendship, then that wasn't a friendship to begin with. Exactly.
1: Yeah, right.
2: okay Take Maybe the okay. season was over. Yeah. They, you are and people are in your life for a reason a season or a lifetime a and so yeah. you rate it that way and you know like you said I, I guess that makes sense and and this kind of relates to the situation that I'm that I've uh, personally uh, experienced that and it is hard especially if you you know you have been friends with someone for a long period of time breaking up or breaking that friendship is kind of like a relationship
1: it's yeah. like trying to yep. find a
2: new hairstylist like mm-hmm. you it's terrible. I don't wanna mm-hmm. I didn't want to compare it. But when you have to find another hairstylist, yo, that joint hit. Yeah. <laughs> that joint, <laughs> joint <laughs> hit. You be feeling like you cheating and comparing yeah, them exactly. yeah. and and
0: it's just it's it's especially not if they say, mess up your hair and you gotta go back
2: to your other oh, and then they guilt you over it. I know we right. done flew no, you all the way left mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. that comparison. That. But <laughs> So, you know what, I guess to the person that wrote the email, you know, maybe have a conversation with a friend and and this kind of figure out where you are with the friendship. Let them know how you feel. Be honest up front. I mean, I'm not the professional. So Jessica, is that correct to to advise her? Yeah, expectations is a a big thing in any type of relationship. Putting your expectations out there is really important because sometimes we want people to mind read and you can't expect Mm -hmm. people to read your mind. So just put it all on the table and see how it goes. Makes sense. So in the second half, we're going to go 30 full minutes because we have a lot to cover talking about mental illness um, as it relates to a couple of our favorite celebrities um somebody's favorite celebrity, uh I'm Tamar right. Braxton, Nick Cannon, and Kanye West. Not the Kanye yeah. West today, like Kanye West from like college dropout. Yeah. Not Kanye.
1: Yeah. This Kanye, I
2: don't know. But we're gonna get into that. And then here, um from uh, Jessica Gurley, who is a licensed social worker, therapist, and mental health consultant, and just see as far as mental health and bipolar disorder, how it relates to these cases, and how us as a community can stop kind of pushing it away and be more involved because it does hit close to home. It's not just celebrities that's going through these things, as things happen in our own homes and in our own families. So we'll talk more about that. Mental illness ain't funny, coming up next. This, this segment brought to you by Parity Health Information and Technology, LLC, a woman and minority-owned small business founded by Iris T. Fry to assist and guide its partners with transforming healthcare and exploiting appropriate technology to educate, motivate, measure, manage, and report a business impact on the underserved, at-risk, and minority populations. Located in Madison, Alabama, Parity Health Information and Technology, LLC is passionate about providing the right resources to their partners to achieve the highest success. For more information, log on to parityHIT.com or call 256-459-6021. Hey, girl, Hey. Hey. hey hey girl hey podcast on urban media today we're going to go full 30 on this app because we're talking about mental illness and how funny it is not recently we've had well first things first i will uh, reintroduce our guest jessica gurley who is a licensed social worker a therapist and a mental health consultant highly recommended by facebook by the way <laughs> Let me just tell you, she's highly recommended a lot of folks mentioned her because we went out fishing to find someone who can professionally tell us how we should handle These types of situations and just because these stories have happened to celebrities. It doesn't mean that it doesn't happen to us and to our families and in real life. So Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about the stories that have affected some of our celebrity friends like Kanye West. Tamar Braxton, and Nick Cannon, just to name a few. There's more. Oh, there's more. <laughs> yeah. There's more. Uh, mm-hmm. But just recently, Kanye West is in the news, and he's probably in the news right now. Right. <laughs> um, I went to Jessica's Facebook page, and she gave, me a, she gave us a, a great rundown of Kanye West's, what, week? Or two weeks? Just two the weeks. past two <laughs> weeks. Um, mm-hmm. He announced a run for presidency. He released a single or, or an album. He went on the a radio rant or interview rant. Uh, He withdrew from the presidential uh, run. Then he went back in when he realized he was he what increased two percent in polls. Okay, Um, he held a rally with Mm -hmm. a bulletproof vest on and no microphone, and then had a complete meltdown during the rally, made some, uh, cra- I don't want to say crazy, made some claims that he and Kim Kardashian, his wife, uh, considered abortion, um, and that Chris sold the the uh, the tape, the sex tape for profit, and a lot of claims, <laughs> a, a Twitter rant on, on uh, he had a Twitter rant, he he said he was going to divorce Kim, uh, he accused her of, I guess, having some type of affair with Meek Mill, and Meek Mill's like, what?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. like
2: what did you imagine uh, kim like kim what? has since come to his defense as a wife you know saying look right it's not funny Yeah, this is not funny, yeah, mm-hmm. is not funny. he is having yeah. a meltdown i was mm-hmm. surprised to hear and i don't know why i was surprised to hear because maybe because they're so i feel like there's such a thirsty family for ratings that she halted production around this whole meltdown she was like I don't want any of this on the show I don't want my kids involved so we'll talk about Kanye West um just that whole meltdown (laughs) suffering from bipolar disorder and he had a bipolar episode is that true Jessica can you just what did you think about this story when it first broke and 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 what are your thoughts on it so I actually been following Kanye West for some time because mental health and mental illness is like my passion. So mm-hmm. this is not his first breakdown. This is not his first time he stopped taking his medication. If y'all can recall, he had that whole TMZ breakdown where he was on the there with hands mm-hmm. and he was just going on a rant. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's when I really started looking to like, what is going on with Kanye West? Cause I thought he was bipolar and you know, as a licensed therapist, you're not supposed to assume and you're not allowed to really like, publicly say somebody has a diagnosis until they publicly say it. So I mm-hmm. found out that he actually had bipolar. He m- made an album called Bipolar. I like being po- bipolar. Um, I hate being bipolar. It's amazing. That's what he named the album. Wow. So,
1: um,
2: yeah, if you look it up, that was one of the pictures I put up on Facebook. Like he literally named his album that. And mm-hmm. so, um, so bipolar is one of those things that show up differently in everybody, but he has um, the manic type. So that means he'll he'll go on tangents if he's off his medication and, or his medication is not regulated, he'll have um, delusions. He'll have these very grandiose um, perceptions of himself. Like, um, I used to have a client who say I own a bank in Israel. Meanwhile, he he makes like he lives on Social Security. You know what I mean? Yeah. He tell people he um, owns car lots and things like that. And I literally will have people come up to me like, can you buy a car for that guy? And I'll be like, no, he he's delusional. He needs to regulate his medication, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and so other thing is just, you know, elevated mood, mood swings where you're just, you know, very emotional and then you're very angry at the same time. And then the, the biggest thing that Kanye West is going through is called flight of ideas. And that's where you just have all these different ideas yeah. come to you, boom, boom, boom. And so I think the Black community, what they have to realize is that while Kanye is very talented, very talented he's a, probably a great father, he has all these great characteristics, he is bipolar. And I don't think nobody wants to accept that. And I think there is some false information that if you are bipolar, you can't be successful. And they're like, he can't be bipolar and successful. And there's a lot of people with bipolar that are successful. Jennifer Mm -hmm. mm Lewis, I posted her video as well. Um, She's a great actor. Um, And there's a lot of people who live with the diagnosis and they live with it successfully. You know, engineers, I knew a pilot that was bipolar that I had to work with. And so it's just like, we have to get past this notion that, people can't have mental illness and be successful so that's the first thing Mm -hmm. um and so the other thing is a lot of people with bipolar will tell you that some of the symptoms work for their benefit and so Mm -hmm. i believe for kanye west when he wants to stay up and do a cd all night um or you know work on the album that might be one of the things that he likes you know because even his wife came out and tweeted a couple years ago when i started following his story you know when he's off his medication that's the best he's you know just talented and that's the, you can sh- see his talents wow. and so that was, like taking his medication because he can probably go 24 hours without sleeping there's some people who are bipolar they will go three days without sleeping dental crap they'll have mm-hmm. this really, You know, high manic episode, they'll be spending money, having a lot of sex, and all these different things. I'm sorry, I got too blunt. Uh, But um, no, we're grown. Okay. (laughs) Um, You know, (laughs) if you want to see a really good movie that depicts it, and again, everybody's bipolar is different. I don't ever want to make it seem like everybody has like a general. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah,
2: but Silver Lining is a really good movie that, yes. um, that depicts um somebody with bipolar. Yes. And if you've seen a movie, you know, she slept with everybody in the office when she had a depressive episode and things like that. But that happens in real life. Like mm. So we need to start asking people what happened to you, not what's wrong with you. You know, what mm-hmm. is wrong with you, you know, instead of what is wrong with you. Because a lot of times we don't know that, you know, we see some girl pre- being promiscuous or some a boy acting out and we automatically seem they're bad people or they're, they're, you know, just attention seeking. And sometimes there is mental illness behind that. Mm. So I don't know. I can go on about this for three hours. So. I didn't know that there were different types. So when you when you mentioned the um I don't want to say fan what is it? Not fantasizing. What is it called? Mm Grandiose. When you're grandiose? Um you're, you're imagining that you're doing some one thing and it's not true, like the guy who was selling cars. So that's when you're um, uh, delusional, when you're delusional or you just have a, so it's having delusions that are grandiose, grandiose okay. is a symptom, um, but some people's delusions are like paranoid or some people's delusions are grandiose. Like, Paranoid delusions are like, the cops are watching me, they have, you know, uh, mm-hmm. systems in the walls to keep me here, and I got metal plates in my brain. Like, I've heard all these things. I worked on a psych unit for three years. Right. And so mm-hmm. people are off their medication, like, that, that those are the, the things that come out. And so... Um, Kanye West has said, my medication works. He said on two different interviews that I've watched him, my medication works. He was like, sometimes I just don't want to take them. He likes he's yeah. not as creative when he yeah. takes yeah. them. cloudy. Mm-hmm. I had a... It stimulates him. I had a uh, someone in my past call me years ago, called me, um, and she said, can you please tell my family that I'm not crazy. And I'm like, okay, what's wrong? And would you you remember that exhibit I had at the museum? Mm I was like, what? The exhibit that I have at the museum? The exhibit, and I'm in a yellow dress. And I was like, what are you talking about? See, why is nobody understanding? Why doesn't anybody hearing me? Came out of the blue.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. See, no warning signs. I hadn't, maybe I wasn't paying attention because I didn't, you know, you never see someone who gradually goes through that process. You just see the person that's already in it. Right. In the right. Episode. So you don't see anybody. You don't see signs. You're not looking for them because you're not. And that's just on my ignorance, not understanding that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, what, what triggered mm-hmm. it. And, mm-hmm. and my, my, my response was, Girl, you crazy. You high. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know. And so Mm -hmm. is that something that we need to stop doing? Should we recognize those signs? If we have a loved one, or friend, that says that they've been to Paris and you know they they ain't even been to Paris Street. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what are the signs? Are there signs? And what should we do? I mean, and I hate to say it because this is probably going to sound so unprofessional, but you can Google the symptoms of any diagnosis. And I'm not saying diagnose your family members, right? Right, right. right. If somebody tells you they're struggling with something, maybe try to get a lot of the signs and symptoms and say, hey, look, maybe you need to see a therapist because this is something that is similar to... Well, I found, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The information I found. And so a lot of people always ask me, like, how do I get my first somebody to go get an evaluation? Mm-hmm, like, I'm mm-hmm. like, how do I into going to go see a therapist. And honestly, it's just trying to find something that interests that person that would make them want to go to therapy. So for Kanye West, a lot of people kept commenting, how do we help Kanye West at this point? It seems like he's having a ball, you know, he's, you know, going on these tangents. How can Kim help him? And so one thing we have to recognize, sometimes family is not going to be able to help. And right, right. As, therapist, as therapists, we are told, don't try to fix your family. It's just not going to work. Refer them to somebody else. It's just not going to work. And the reason being is, they know you from a whole nother perspective. And yeah. so while the world knows you as therapists, they know everything, the ins and outs of you. And sometimes it's just not going to work because mm-hmm. they, they mad at you about the time you took their, um, their tuna sandwich in temperate or something. Mm So, um, so it's really important to just try to figure out what's on that person's mind at that moment. Like, what is most important to you right now? So, if Kanye say the most important thing to me is making an album right now, okay, say all right, okay. So, I want you to be able to go on tours and be saying, you know, say things clearly. I don't want you to forget your lyrics. So, let's go get you on some medication. Boom, that might resonate with him versus i'm gonna get you a doctor and you need help you know what i mean right mm-hmm. right that they want what their goal is even in their delusions so a lot of people um would call me on i was one of the so- only social workers that really was passionate about severe mental illness so a lot of people would call me in the hospital and be like jessica we cannot get this man to go on the psych unit and i would go and i would be like so what what do you like what what do you care about most right now? Even if he's delusional and think he owns a car lot and I'll be like, oh, okay, so you own a car lot. All right, so let's go to the psych unit. We can call a couple car lots and see if we can get you some new cars on your car lot. Like you can even play in their delusions, not to be rude. or, mm-hmm. right. to, or take advantage. To or take advantage, right? right. But you have to find something they're interested in that
1: moment to really get them to go get help. Right. Wow. Did How you any? you deal with Um, cause I had a friend a long time, one of my best friends still to this day, she was going through a bad time Um, and I think drugs had something to do with it, but, um, one of her diagnoses was bipolar disorder. And I noticed that, you know, off the jump, um, she would like call me all day. And like Jerry, why don't you answer the phone? Listen to the part, you know, and I'm just like, Oh, I was busy or I was working or whatever like that. And her mother and my, her sister would always keep up with me with everything. She was in and out of sight wars and stuff like that. And there was times where she was like a little bit rude, not just to me, but to, you know, everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't take it personal, you know, because I knew it's what she was going through. She's okay now, like she's back to like normal and stuff. But mm-hmm. how do you deal with someone like a close Mm -hmm. friend or a loved one who has this disorder without losing yourself, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. That's a great
2: question. And I think some people feel so bad that they don't want to set boundaries. You absolutely, absolutely can set boundaries. Put it in writing, you know, text it to them and say this is this is what I expect and this is where I can support you. Because no, you're not a mental health worker. And and sometimes I try to make my posts um I I really am like really thoughtful about my post because I don't want anybody to feel like they have to be a a social worker or Mm -hmm. a therapist like no they need to go you can help them get help but you have to take care of yourself as well so setting boundaries is really important don't feel so bad that you think you can't set boundaries because I think people are so scared that somebody's gonna commit suicide and things like that no so once you have those boundaries in place stick to those boundaries because they will try to overstep them unless they're like severely sick like Kanye West is like maybe you can do that once or twice like lo- allow them to overstep a little bit but for the most right. part throughout that relationship, you need to have boundaries don't call me after nine um you know if you need something mm-hmm. this is what you can do like it's okay to put those boundaries in there and okay. I had that with my clients you know I see clients that have bipolar and other diagnosis anxiety and I have to put those boundaries in place as well wow I have a family member that's, that's dealing with that. And
0: the interesting thing when Kiki was saying, like, you know, how did, did you see it pop up or it just happened? And I was more and more, I read about it. Um, I saw that some ages, it gradually comes upon them, like in their 20s, yeah, you know, yeah. like like 25 and it just but there's a history. It.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: there's a history in, in the family, but with mm-hmm. certain people, it. Kind of just gradually and with this person it gradually came upon them when like they were like 25 years old and it just kind yeah. of came and just the 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 way they were thinking about things and and i kept on asking them does that sound right like like you know it, it was it was just so the whole conversation with us and I had to keep asking them, well, does that, does that sound right? Would, would, would someone be talking to you through the radio like that? Would that happen? Mm-hmm. And in their mind, they actually, so I had to stop like saying, does that sound right? Because it sound right to them.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right.
0: Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, well, how about this? Let's just turn that radio off. Mm-hmm. Let's not listen to the radio right now. You know, that's Absolutely. not going to happen. You know, and so that's what we had to do. I mean, because they like actually left the car, got out of the car because the radio was telling them to do things. Wow. So yeah, yeah. So it was like, let's turn the radio off. Let's just drive in silence. Let's just do this. You know, let's not, you know, let's talk to each other. Whenever you hear something, talk to me, talk to me, you know. So I mean, I've been around it, and I've seen it, and I've been reading so much about it. I had to just read so much about it just to understand, to deal with that person, and I had to set that boundary because I I started to get calls like 3 in the morning when I'm the kind of person that my family members will call me at 3 in the morning because you know, creative people think of ideas in the middle of right. the night. And sometimes I'm already up, like I already have an idea. I'm like, oh, and So when they call, they're like, you're up? I'm like, yeah, because I was working on a project. So they know mm-hmm. to call me. But at, with this particular person, I had to say, hey, you know, if it if it can't, if if can't you can't hold off till 6, or if, is it something where I have to call somebody to have them come get you, then you call me at 3 o'clock. You,
1: right. you can't right. take
0: it anymore.
2: Now, see, I like hearing that because as family, with your family, and even, Jerry, with you and your situation, you're addressing it. Many in our community ignore it. We shove it to yeah. the side or we place that person in the attic if it's a family member. You know, we right. saw the movie Soul uncle Food. Uncle You had Uncle Pete yeah. in, the, in, the, in attic. the attic. Uncle Pete, well, he wasn't that wrong with Uncle Pete anyway. He right? yeah. was yeah. you know, just quiet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have an uncle who talked to himself. And we just saw his Uncle Billy who talked to himself. That was it. I was telling Jessica off mic, no one in my family ever talked about mental illness. We never talked about going to see a therapist. We never yeah. talked about um, seeking help or anything like that. It was just, you just have that special cousin mm-hmm. or that special uncle. And that was, you don't leave the kids on with them. And right. that's just, you know, he's not going to hurt nobody. That's just put a helmet on him and, that, and that's it. Yeah. And we would make a joke out of it. And that's not, that's not the case. And I don't know if this is a different type of mental illness today versus mm-hmm. what our family members had to deal with back then. Or maybe we're just recognizing it more.
0: Yeah, I know it's the same one with a diagnosis now. Yeah, yeah right.
2: Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Because yeah.
2: you, the history shows that they used to put um, people with mental illness in a nursing home. Yeah. Just like the women in nursing homes, like the nursing home was where they shoved everybody with the yeah. old old adults. Right. But mm-hmm. now in mental institutions, like so, those were the two places they used to go. But now that they have community integration programs, that's why like you see more people that that have you know schizophrenia and you know these severe diagnosis in our communities, which they always should have been. And mm-hmm. so I want to be real clear because a lot of people like to use the word crazy and the c word. People with um, mental illness is actually more, most of the time, victims than a predator or somebody, you know, criminals. And so that's really, really important to note. Like, you know, seeing what Kanye West is going through might feel like, is he going, like, is he going to hurt somebody? And most of the time, no. Like, they have, like, a 1% violence rate. Like, Mm. yeah. They're most likely scared of you, and they're scared of themselves. Like I'm pretty sure, you know, some of those things that come to their mind scares them themselves. You know what I mean? And so, people with bipolar and schizophrenia, they have the highest suicide rate because they can't stop those thoughts coming to their head so rapidly, and those thoughts scare them. Jessica, um, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Sorry. I'm glad you brought up suicide, only because suicide came up in two cases with, with, as right. related to celebrities, Nick Cannon and Tamar Braxton. Now, Nick Cannon never confirmed that he was going to commit suicide, but right. it was implied right. from a tweet. Right. Yeah. It was implied, and then he dealt with a suicide close to home. A friend of his had committed suicide, and it hit him big time. Um, with yeah. that, He was saying that he was a coward to do it and it was someone that he knew that was brave enough to, to go through with it. Um, and then you have Tamar Braxton, who's loved by a lot of people, famous family, famous singer. Um, you know, we, we say she's a little extra and she's a little dramatic. And um, there were reports that she allegedly um, attempted suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a suicide attempt where she was found unconscious. Doesn't say if there were, I don't, I don't recall seeing any reports. that There were pills. I know that there was alcohol and it says it was implied that there were drugs involved. When you, when you, when you think about suicide and you, you, I don't want to, why has the word correlate come to mind, but you, I guess, correlate the idea that there's a mental breakdown,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which can result in uh, a suicide attempt some failed, some successful, how can you, you know, people who go through these types of things, whether they're rich or poor, what are we doing as a, as a community to start to put these things out there to make these people feel this way? And how can we make them not feel that it's necessary? If that makes any sense. Yeah. So suicide, for, people see it one or two ways, but a lot of people see it as a solution, right? It's a solution mm-hmm. to my okay, Like a pain pill to get rid of a headache, some people say, look, if I want to get rid of this pain and agony for a long period of time, I'm just going to take my own life. And so um, seeing it from that perspective, we have to give them other solutions, right? Mm-hmm. And let them know, first of all, you're not alone. Because I think seeing so much on social media, you would think everybody living in their life but you. Right. And that's just not true.
1: Right. <laughs> and right. so yeah, let them
2: know they're not alone in that you know, there's other solutions can really help a person. You know what I mean? Just being there to just listen non-judgmentally, not saying, oh, well, you got kids. People with kids will still take their own lives. And I need yeah. people to understand that. If I not just theirs, they're that with their kids too. Right. Yeah. Take yeah. they take their kids' they lives too. If somebody's thinking about taking their own life, they don't care about their vacation coming up. They don't care about their wedding date. So I don't even mention those things. That is not what they care about. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. What they care about is this pain and agony. And so I think mm-hmm. can a, a bad—I mean, a, a really good point. I said bad. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, that um, a lot of people are thinking about things illogically, like they're having—they're called cognitive distortions, right? And so their their perception of things are very distorted. And so you mm-hmm. have to get them to understand, like you being alone and in your own head is not helping you. So let me let's talk about some positive things. Let's talk about who you really are, actually who. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. talk about some of those things that um we know that you are. And so that's why affirmations are important. I don't know if y'all used to watch Being Mary Jane where she had yes this- with the yellow post-its. Yeah. 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 You got to do that every single day. Like mm-hmm. that that's what you got to do. And so the other thing, what I love about our culture is we love to joke and make fun of people. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody had them sticking all over their house, <laughs> everybody, it would be the running joke of the family. Right. Going yeah. at the expense of some people's pain. You know what I mean? Right. We got to using people's pains as joke. And so if that's what somebody wants to do, you got to support them in that. If they want to color, if they want to, you know, ride bikes, if they want to build Legos to make themselves feel better, you need to be right there helping them build them Legos because mm-hmm, people are mm-hmm. really going through it. And so yeah. you got to figure out what is important to that person, what will make them feel better. Um, and, and that's it. Some people think it has to be this long, drawn out thing to help somebody that is suicidal and it's not. It's just mm-hmm. asking, what can I do for you right now? Is there yeah, anything mm-hmm. if it's just laying next to you? You know I mean? And I've done that with friends who have been like, look, I'm ready to take myself out. And I say, I'm gonna just lay here. I'm not gonna say nothing. But I've I'm just been that yeah, I've been right. that person who mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. you and I talked about it off mic, but I have no problem because I've been mm-hmm. to therapy, but just just accepting the fact that I'm not alone, but I've been that person. The person who what I've learned was who is contemplating suicide doesn't wanna die. They don't. Mm-hmm. They just wanna stop hurting. Yeah. Yes. They exactly. want you to hear what they're saying. They they don't under, you know, they're hurting mm-hmm. and they just want you to see, because they want you to see them differently because you can't see them, you can't hear them. It's kind of like screaming mm-hmm. in a room full of people and nobody can hear you. Right. And it's not like you have something special to say. You just have something to say.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? And heard. so
2: don't, you know, don't say, ah, oh, girl, you just about to have your period. Or you'll find yeah. you another man. Or, you know, you just yeah. got some bad-ass kids. Or, girl, you need yeah. to tag you a drink. Or, you need, yeah. you, a drink. or you need you mm-hmm. an effing man. You need to get, mm-hmm. leave yeah. that job. Or, you mm-hmm. girl, you need to work out. Do some yoga, we yeah. have to stop doing that. that just, yeah. you know, just laying with that person, like you said, and just listening to that person, like you suggested, helps a lot. Because maybe we just want to hear ourselves and we just want to get it out. Yeah. So don't, yeah. don't put us under the rug. I don't know if, LaShawn, you want to say something. I yeah. think
0: we use, sometimes we use the wrong words, too, when we're describing this disorder and we're describing the person. We're saying, you're stronger than that. It's not that they're weak for thinking the way that they do. Right. You know, right. like, come on yeah. out of that, you're stronger than that. I had to really learn those words because you hear it so much. You're a strong black woman, you're this, you're that. So much so that you think that when you have a moment of being vulnerable, you're weak.
1: Right, yeah. You know,
0: And people that are going through this disorder um, what I'm learning is that you can't weak and strong are two words you really don't want to use too much mm-hmm. with them yeah you no know, it's yeah. like you, you always it's just <clears throat> affirmation is very good but it's always like you can do this I know right. you got this you know it's always affirming what they're doing and telling them right. that but I'm I'm learning those words not to yeah. use those
2: I'm I'm so glad you said that and with, there was so much more that we needed to 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 talk about but we're out of time um, yeah. And it's yeah. like that. It's that fast. went so fast. Sure, so nice. Jessica. How can we find you? How can we reach you through email? Is there, you know, social media? How can we reach you? Yeah. So my email is swcc.help@gmail.com, um, and then on, I'm on Instagram at at tritherapy underscore swcc. I always have to think about that. So at uh, tritherapy underscore swcc. And so if you, you just want some information about mental illness, I, I post a lot under all of my posts, like mm-hmm. um, numbers to go to therapy, numbers you can call if you um, are in crisis, like I post them every other post. So, um, and if you want to contact me to do some type of consulting for your business, for your church, whatever type of organization. You can Thank you so much. Yeah, because- uh, Jessica yeah. was
0: in the community when I met her. She was at the Harambe,
1: the yeah. Festival. Yeah. Like, next to the African
0: clothing, Jessica was right there like, listen, listen before you buy that outfit, check your out. Right. <laughs> mental yeah. We need that. Yeah. We
1: need I, that. I,
2: I mean, didn't get my that. shirt. Right. I gotta get my shirt, though. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, so my website is www.mentalhealthtease.us. And I also just created a free mental health um journal so you can download that on my website too so get, uh, it, get awesome. you a t-shirt and a free journal
1: so you can take care of Okay, we'll have
2: the link posted yes. uh, on the video also we'll have the link posted at urbanmediatoday.com you know how to reach us you know how to follow us i want to give the handles but <laughs> urban media today talk sports is like Next, next, They going, next. they
1: right in. They're
2: yeah, right cause... on our, right <laughs> on our heels. Wrap it so, up, Preacher. Wrap it up, appreciate Preacher. You, appreciate you watching. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you learned something today. Um, I am your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I'm the chatter chick, LaShawn Tipton. And
1: I'm your millennial, Jerry. We got to give Jessica
2: a chick name. The we mental
1: got... health chick, the therapist chick. Did we already hmm. give that mental health
2: chick? The self know. the self-love chick. Don't <laughs> love chick. Okay, Here I like that.
0: <laughs> Jessica <laughs> is
2: the self-love chick. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for listening. It's the Hate hey Podcast on Urban Media today. Hey. Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip-hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free, so take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.